Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Overnight Success Podcast, brought to you by Maria Hatsi-Stefanis. Maria is the founder of Rodial and Nip and Fab, best-selling author and on a mission to help you achieve your dreams. Maria's highly anticipated third book, How to Live Your Best Life, is now available on Amazon. Hi, this is Maria. Hi, Maria. Hi, Liv. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. How are you? I am... Again, very excited today because we're talking about one of my ultimate favorite subjects, which is... Fashion! Yay! I thought you'd be excited about this one because yeah. when I read your book, I could just tell... When you, were, when you were talking about fashion or writing about fashion, I could just like read the excitement just coming off the page. And I know you're, you're grinning now. You're yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm very excited. I think it's interesting how your life, you know, you began your life as a teenager, like obsessed with fashion. And, you know, even though your career has kind of gone more into like the beauty world, fashion is still such a huge part of your brand and who you are. And I think that's a, that's a really nice thing. So who better to quiz about it than you today? I think uh, <laughs> we've ah. got too many questions. But I think um, in terms of what I kind of want to know is why you think it's really important for us to take care of our appearance and kind of just look our best, especially when dealing with things like business or, you know, trying to improve your life. Like, why is it important? Mm. I think that the way we present ourselves has a lot to do with success and if we want to be successful, we really have to take care of our appearance. Um, and it's not just about looking good for others. It's about putting the effort to look in a certain way that we feel good about ourselves. And that sends a subliminal message to our brain saying to us, you deserve to be successful. Like imagine, you know, if I wake up one day and I don't wash my hair and I just put some old sweatpants and an old t-shirt and I, I have no makeup on whatsoever and I just show up like that at work, what do people <laughs> think about me? Will I be able to get anyone's respect? It will be, what, what happened to this woman? But, you know, even if, and I know, you know, you work at home and a lot of people who listen to the podcast work at home, you know, waking up and spending five minutes to put yourself together and 
put like a clean pair of of pants and and um you know nice t-shirt and then putting you know if you don't want to have like a professional blow dry you can't have that every day but pull your hair back in a nice ponytail and just put a bit of lip gloss and be presentable don't you think you're gonna be more productive Mm. and you will feel better about yourself and get on better with your day what do you think 100 percent. as someone who works from home i can definitely say that putting shoes on is like one of the biggest steps you can make because it just mm. I feel like if I wouldn't if I'd be embarrassed to open the door to like an Amazon delivery guy I should <laughs> I should probably like rethink what I'm wearing because even though no one's going to see you it does it's like a mental thing and so I yeah I, I just um I just I, I just try it's difficult to make yourself do it because you don't know who's going to come to the door you don't you don't have to go and see anyone Mm. So you're just at home and it is nice to wear leggings and big socks and like a nice cozy sweater because you're at home. But when I wear those things, I find myself gravitating towards the sofa like way mm. more than I should. Or I just want to sort of like work on my laptop in bed. And that's not good. You should be wearing shoes, work at the kitchen table and just like, yeah, you're right. Sometimes I just put makeup on or I just like make myself feel better. And it yeah. does it does genuinely make me work harder. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 100%. And that that can apply to any area in your life. Like, let's say going to the gym, I find that if I put on a, um, you know, a decent pair of leggings, that's that's super cute and a sports bra and sneakers that, that I like. Um, and I go to the gym and I feel good about myself. I'm going to work out better. Yeah. I'm going to have a better time there. I'm going to be more motivated. And I think everything that you do to help present yourself in the best possible way, then it it just goes back into your brain. And and that's the way that you project yourself and sending those messages and get your motivation going and, and be successful. I think it's totally how you project yourself. Yeah. And feeling comfortable too. Yeah. I think you have to... Yeah, comfortable too, of course. Comfortable, yeah. but not like cozy, but comfortable just like, I don't know. I feel like if I go to a meeting and I'm wearing some really, like, really uncomfortable trousers, yeah. I'll just have like a terrible day. But if yeah. I just, you know what I mean? Or like maybe shoes that you're not quite ready mm. to walk in or a shirt that you think is maybe like keeps opening or like yeah. just something that's like distracting you. It should just be clothes that you're like, I feel like I'm at my best when I'm just wearing clothes that I'm, I know I can just feel myself in. Yeah. But it's no, really hard to find those clothes. It's it's hard, <laughs> yes. But I'm 100% with you. I would say about 95% of my clothes have a bit of stretch in mm. them. And also, as you know, I, I live in sneakers. I love a designer sneaker. So in these days, I think it's a great time to... Uh, em- embrace comfort because the, it's all the athleisure trends mm. out there. Yeah, and, while you can. Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, all the um, the dad sneakers that are out there. That at the beginning they were so ugly, and now we're all got used to them, and you know we're obsessing over them. So it's it's all about putting the effort and feeling good. And if you feel good, you're going to be confident, and then you're going to be successful. I think that's absolutely true. Now I want to know, um, I don't know how big your wardrobe is, but I imagine it's it's a good wardrobe. How on earth do you decide what you're going to wear every day and how does that affect the day ahead of you? It depends what my day is looking like. If it's a day at the office, um, which is most days, I absolutely need to be comfortable. So I would be in um, high-waisted black 
trousers and an oversized top and, and a cool sneaker. And I just want to be able to be comfortable and walk around, but it, it's all going to be well put together. Um, I'll have uh, my hair um, nicely done in a, usually in a ponytail on my down days and I'll spend 10 minutes doing my makeup. So I'm presentable, but you know, it's not a red carpet look in any way. Um, then there could be days that I have a meeting and I, I, I am involved, as you know, with the British Station Council here in London. And I do have meetings with... Um, uh, with a lot of cool people, like with Edward Anifold the other day from British Vogue, we were in the same committee, and I just have to put a bit more effort and and put on my fashion hat in a way, and mm. then I would wear something that's a little bit more styled and um, more fashiony. I would wear a higher heel or a boot. So for those meetings, uh, which are super exciting, I will make more of an effort. Yeah. Um, and then it could be that I have a big event, um, and and then that's pure fun. It's it could be a red carpet event that I have a beautiful dress, and I'll have my hair and makeup done professionally, which is a lot. But it could take up to two hours. This whole glam, wow. crazy ass. Fun though. But that's the extreme, you know, yeah. because you have your pictures taken and you want to be able to look good without any filters. So it, the the time and the effort that I put on the style, it just depends on the occasion. But I have it all sorted out. Yeah. You've got a system in place. I have a system. I like that. Yeah. And in that system, um, do you find you have staples that you can just like, if you, okay, say you find out you've got a meeting with Edward Enfield in the next like two hours, mm. like around a meeting, you're like, right. <laughs> do you just like run upstairs and is there something you grab that you're like, that's a fail safe thing for yeah. you to wear? Yeah. What is it? I am I am into statement skirts. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a few of them. Um that you just put the skirt on and then a, a beautiful, simple black top and a cool boot. And that always works. Um, if we go into winter, then an interesting coat because I do wear a lot of black. So I do get some more interesting jackets and coats that may have an interesting color or a pattern or some leopard to really spice up the look. So on the days that everything is black, a jacket or a coat makes the outfit a lot more interesting so yeah it's, it's hard in winter isn't it because you tend to buy like a, a lovely winter coat and then you wear it every day and then you're kind of wearing the same thing like every day all day no yeah it can be really difficult yeah. but i like what you say about making like just making sure your coat has got that little bit of extra edge yeah that's good but even you know even with a coat and i i do would also wear a black coat sometimes i would belt it yeah and it would look different or with a different shoe um, and there's there's always things that you can do to give the same piece of clothing a new lease of life. Yeah, for sure. I remember this really good bit in your um, in your book when you talk about when you were invited. You were I think you were a teenager. You were invited to meet the editor of Seventeen magazine. Mm. Um, very big deal. And you said yeah. you dressed all in black uh, for that very epic moment, like the launch of your career. What do you think about wearing black? Like some people are really into it and some people just think that you should be wearing bright colors all the time. I kind of jump between the two. Mm. Um, I love wearing black, but also I love when you wear a bright color and you walk into a room and, and everyone just comments. Everyone's like, oh my God, like if you wear like a bright pink jumper, everyone's like, wow. And they kind yeah. of, they make a big deal out of it. But what do you reckon? Like what's your stance on the birds? Because you seem to like wearing black, right? Yeah, well, um, 
going back to that moment when I met the editor of Seventeen magazine, I was 18 years old and I had no money. So I had to, I wanted to look cool and in fashion. And my outfit at the time, it was a long time ago, probably the whole thing, including shoes, um, cost 20 pounds. Um, <laughs> wow. Probably black lycra or something and some boots, uh, some Doc Martens boots, actually. Um, so... I think that black is always going to be in. It's the color of fashion. So if you if you go to fashion magazines, um, everyone is in black. Or if you go to the atelier of a designer, a lot of people wear black. And it just projects a certain level of, you know, I'm in the know. You know, having said that, sometimes I would go for a color and... I remember last year I was very much into red and I was in New York at this um, for fashion week and I was walking on the streets. I was wearing red um, pants, an oversized red sweater. And I, I just got this brand new supreme red and white bag that I had. It was a crossbody bag and everyone went crazy about it. So as someone who leads a very busy life, you have a family, you've got you run two successful businesses, you do the fashion week thing, you do so many things. How do you even have time, like you just said about buying that Supreme bag in your red moment? Hmm. Um, how do you even have time to go and shop for clothes or like keep up with trends? Because that is a full-time job in itself, right? Fashion is what I do when I want to relax. So when I have had a stressful day and I come back from work, very often I would go in a fashion website uh, or online platform and get lost in my dream world where I am putting together all sorts of amazing outfits. Sometimes I even get product ideas from looking at the new fashion colors of the season. So I was speaking to my team and I've been seeing a lot of fluo colors in the catwalk um, this past fashion week. And we sat down and I briefed them and I said, I'd love to see some palettes going forward with uh, fluo colors on, on the packaging. So you'll, I always get interesting ideas that can also translate into the beauty business. So it, it's also kind of work related. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I guess it all kind of ties in together. Mm. And then I guess if you're buying, if you're buying clothes a lot or you're, you're, going to lots of different uh, things. I mean, you're going to like work meetings, you're going to parties, you're going to fashion week, you're going to like do new business stuff, you're, you know, going to pick the kids up from school, whatever it is you're doing. You're going to be amassing a lot of clothes. Do you, how easy is it for you to throw clothes away? Or do you attach emotion to clothes? Do you hold on to clothes? I don't. <laughs> um, I actually, I used to. And... I, Obviously, you know, I've been buying clothes uh, for the last 20 years. Um, and it used to be that I, I would keep everything and thinking, you know what, this may come back in fashion or there may be a moment that I would wear this again. But then one day, I, I, and I can't even remember why, um, I, pr I probably opened my, my closet and thought, what the hell is going on here? I, you know, I have nothing to wear. So I've done this once and I cleared out my wardrobe a lot. And now I'm very brutal and I do this all the time. So 
I would I probably do this four times a year, every season, and I have very little. Really? But I also am at the point that I open my closet and I only have five pairs of pants and five statement skirts and five t-shirts and five tops and that's all. And that's, that's all I have. That's the dream, isn't There's, it? I don't have that much. People will be surprised. I think, oh, you have this. First of all, I don't even have space. We're in London. Space yeah. is limited. I have, you know, a couple of, um, a, a, a small a small closet. It's, it's not that big. And it makes me happy. And also, you know what? When I was... When I was younger, I would buy things for a special occasion and then only wear them once um, and then even wait for that special occasion. But I don't shop like that anymore. Um, every time I see something and I, I like it, I think, so how many times am I going to wear this? I think that's a really good way of looking at it. I like your idea of having just five items, like five Five trousers, five skirts, five jumpers, five this, and it's five of each. Because, I mean, when would you ever need more than that, really? And is there anything uh, that we would quite literally never catch you wearing? You would never catch me wearing anything bohemian or girly. <laughs> I need to be in thick materials that pull me together at all times. <laughs> what do you mean by bohemian? Like a, like a kind of, I'm thinking like a flowing maxi dress with like tassels on it. Like Sienna Miller clothes in early early noughties Sienna, like that bohemian. Yeah, you wouldn't see me in that. Okay. Like a floaty dress or a slip yeah. dress. Um, you wouldn't see me in that. Or like <laughs> cowboy boots. I mean, I do have like a short, a, a modern version of, of them. But yeah, I'm, I, I can't pull off bohemian. Well, it's a shame. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you there. I'm with you on, on the girly stuff. So I wanted to ask you um, about your experience with Fashion Week because it's something that just for someone like me who's never really been part of it, it seems to be there's always a Fashion Week somewhere. It's always happening. And then it's like every now and again, it all explodes. It's on social media. It's all over the web, all over the internet. And it's just like this crazy thing. But you have actually been part of, of many of these events um so I'm kind of just curious about I've got a few questions about what it's like to go to fashion week but also I want to talk to you um about kind of how to get through it and what you mm. can be wearing so initially I kind of wanted to ask you like how how do you get in do you get invited by designers who are friends are you invited because of your business like how does mm. one get invited to fashion yeah. week you know it's not easy and I still, you know, there's a lot of shows that I would love to go and I just, I can't get an invite. So really, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to get invites. And anyway, this is, it's not my job to be, I'm not a buyer of fashion. I'm not a, I'm not a fashion journalist, but um, I do actually, it's um, people think that I do a lot of shows. I don't do that many. I have a few friends Um that I go and support. Um, so, for example, in this latest fashion week, I've been invited to Erdem. I've seen Molly Goddard, Mary Katranzu, my friend David Koma. And these are the four shows that I did. I don't do that many, but I'm friends with them. We have we have a special relationship. Um, I'm also, as you know, I'm involved with the British Fashion Council and mm -hmm. Vogue Fund. And I always go and support the the finalist designers of the fund. Um, so, so that's that really. I don't do that many shows. And, you know, there's still a, some shows that I would love to attend that um still not getting invited any PRs out there listening to this podcast um yeah can I ask what your number one would be 
I mean, I would love to uh, go to Burberry. Yeah. Uh, I love the last show with uh, Ricardo Tisci. Um, he's brought some amazing new um, energy into Burberry. And hopefully I will be attending one of the next few shows. But the first one was really hard to get in. So next Fingers time, crossed. perhaps. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that. And then I, I also love New York Fashion Week. I mean, I'm in New York all the time for work. And I have a very different approach with New York Fashion Week. I love to explore brand new designers. On my latest trip, I checked out this actually British designer who I didn't know, but very kindly sent me an invite, um, Christian Kawan, um, who he's also a CFDA finalist. And I loved his show. I loved his clothes and I got really inspired. So yeah, I don't do that many, but um, the ones I do, I really enjoy them. It must be so fun. Is it quite nerve wracking or intimidating? Like when you're kind of walking in and everyone's taking photos and like you might get papped for street style stuff, you know, like, is, yeah. it, is it quite nerve wracking? It is nerve wracking. First of all, you put the effort to look in a certain way and, and every one of us has insecurities, you know, uh, how do I look? Do I look trendy enough? Do, do I look cool enough? Uh, would people think, you know, um, I don't know, what do people would people think of my outfit? And I think this happens to every one of us. You go into those shows and I mean, I personally feel like an outsider every single time. And I think a lot of other people do. It, it's, it's, a very, it's a very unusual situation. You have a lot of people who are dressed um, impeccably. You see some of the coolest outfits. You know, you do tend to compare yourself. Oh, you know, I should have thought about that. Um, you're obviously sitting there. You see the models coming up and down. Uh, beautiful bodies, makeup, um, outfits. It is a very intimidating situation. But I have to say that the the more you do it, the better it feels. But you still have insecurities. It, yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. And someone's always going to be out there doing something that you think is cooler than what you're doing. That's yeah, just like yeah, but seeing always. that face to face. Um, what are you trying to put across with what you wear at Fashion Week and how mm. do you pack for it? Um, the hardest one is, as you say, when you travel. So London is fine because I live here and I have my closet. I open it up in the morning and I put something together. Uh, the difficult one is when I go to New York Fashion Week, where I usually stay for a week. And I have morning shows, I have events in the evening, and it's hard because you have to pack a week before you go, yeah. and then that's all you have. So what I usually do is, before I go on my trip, I write down the day, the event or events that I have to attend, and then a suggested outfit. So I write it down, and then I go and I put everything together, um, put it flat on the floor, I pack that so in my mind I have an outfit for every single event. Some of it is mix and match, it's not one single different yeah. outfit. But I have the general outfits in mind with the accessories, any belts or any shoes, bags, all that. And then I add some extras. So I will add a couple of more tops, a couple more trousers that I have no idea where they would go um, or um, a shoe or a belt. So I have the, let's call them wild cards. Mm -hmm. And this will go in. I have no idea if I'm going to wear them. Everything I own usually goes together with each other. 
And sometimes I end up wearing the wild cards more than what I thought I was going to wear. Yeah. Uh, but it's just planning for every event and then adding a 20% on top of that. But I, I have to say I'm pretty tight. I, I don't pack suitcases and suitcases. I know roughly what I'm going to wear. That's great. That's a good system. I think mm. that's good. It's, you, have, you have to yeah. take it down to a system. Yeah. I guess the only other way would be if you're going to do the New York fashion week, you have to go and like buy a new outfit when you're there. It must be a bit, it's hard to know what kind of mood you're going to be in, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because whenever I pack for a business trip like abroad, yeah. I pack when I'm in the mood that I'm in then and then I get there and I'm like, I don't want to wear that. I'm not, I want to, it depends on how confident you're feeling or how um, maybe you want to be a little bit cozier or you want to be more protected by a big coat. It, it, it totally yeah. depends on your frame of mind. So it's like when, when you're in your hotel room and you've got this all your clothes and you're like, I don't want to wear any of these. It's so horrible. You're like, no, mm. it's scary. It's it's exactly what you've said. It's it's hard because it's how you feel that specific moment before yeah. you go out of the door. And I have to say most of the outfits have been something that I haven't planned. Or maybe, you know, with the latest New York Fashion Week, the last couple of days, it was pouring. It was thunderstorms yeah. and it was raining. Thank God I had those um, I had those waterproof boots with me. There were this, this new style um, mini cowboy boots, which I said I was never going to wear, but <laughs> they're a bit more um, more shaped up and more tight to to the, to the foot. So I got those and then I pulled something together. It's actually fine. It, it wasn't a, it wasn't as bad. But you do have to plan for all eventualities. Especially in New York, yeah. where one minute it's snowing, the next minute Crazy. it's like boiling. Yeah, one minute it was heat wave. <laughs> uh, people were in their bikinis. The next minute they were in coats. It was crazy. And I, I didn't bring a coat this time, but anyway, I managed. I managed. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, have you ever been photographed at Fashion Week in an outfit that you looked back on later and you were like, what was I thinking wearing that? Do you ever get embarrassed about outfits you've worn in the past? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely yes. Like I always what? I always take risks, and I, by taking risks, I've put together some of the most amazing outfits and combinations. But then at the same time, there was this picture that I was wearing. I don't know what I was thinking. Those over the knee thigh high Balenciaga boots with an oversized Gucci hoodie as a dress. <laughs> Like, who, who am I? Am I 19 years old? I don't know. What was I thinking? I mean, it looked good in my mind. I had a vision. And, you know, it, it actually looked fine in the pictures. But when I was looking at them, I didn't feel good about myself. I mean, this is not me. This is mm. not who I am. I was drawn into a trend and I thought it looked cool. But it was cringe. So, yeah. So that's that. <laughs> but it was cringe. Yeah. Well, good for you for giving it a go. Yeah. I tried <laughs> at least. Yeah. <laughs> and what are some of the, the most, like, um, outstanding, like, VIP shows that you've seen at Fashion Week? What's, what's really blown you away? New York Fashion Week is always the most insane when it comes to throws and celebrities. Um I, I was lucky enough to be invited to a number of Alexander Wang shows. And I have seen everyone in the front row from Madonna to, to Kim Kardashian, um, to Nicki Minaj, to anyone you can think about. Recently, I was invited to the Bazaar Icons party 
and I've never seen so many celebrities <laughs> in one room together. It was craziness from Kendall and Bella Hadid to Nicki Minaj and Cardi B to actresses, actors. Uh, I mean, that red carpet was six hours long. It, it was insane. Wow. Um, it's like if you want to see a lot of good looking people together, that's that's a place to go. <laughs> um, and I always, even if it's a, it's a massive event, I just go and watch and I'm, I'm still in awe. Yeah. It's like a big celebrity soup, all the, all the whole like crowded in together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy, crazy, and and you see everyone so close to you, and it's um, it's, it's quite surreal. Yeah, yeah, surreal. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, that's my last question. So great, that was fun. That was great. Yeah, good to know all this stuff about all your clothes. I've wanted to know that for ages, but I think you've got more of a system than I thought. It's fascinating. Mm. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. And one day, hopefully, I'll make it to London Fashion Week or New York Fashion Week or any of the fashion weeks. Mm. Um, so join us after this little break while we'll be talking about our obsessions of the week. And yeah, see you then. And welcome back. So in this part, we will be going through our obsessions of the week. We pick one every week uh, and I'm going to start today. And my obsession at the moment is I've got this. I've got lots of folders on my desktop. And one of them at the moment is photos of Mick Jagger in the hmm. 60s and 70s. Um, but not focusing on his face or his music. It's more just about his knitwear collection because he's got a spectacular collection ah. of these beautiful, like high necked, like, thick wool jumper. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And like really beautiful like rugby sweaters, loads of cashmere. Anyway, it turns out Mick Jagger in those days was a big like wool fanatic. Wow. And um, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and he's very beautiful too. He looks like, you know, Harry Styles. So that's what I've been obsessing of this week. Weird mm-hmm. as that might be. What about yours, Maria? Right. So since this episode is about fashion, uh, one of my tips is this dye that I use to refresh my black clothes. It's this brand, it's called uh, Dylon. It comes in a pod and um, I get it from Amazon. You put it in your um, washing machine, you throw in your black clothes and it re-dyes them black. That's and amazing. I, it's amazing. And it's it's this color, it's called black velvet and it <gasps> makes them look ultra black. So uh, my t-shirts or any black jeans, I get them refreshed every few months and they look as good as new. And it's, it's, it's super cheap. It's like, I don't know, five, seven pounds. I want to use yeah. that. That's such a good idea. Mm-hmm. Especially when jeans get a bit like, they just go a little bit gray around the edges yeah. or something. They just get that little look to them. Yeah, refreshes everything. That's and great. Yeah. So it's... black velvet dylon, definitely mm-hmm. worth the shopping list. Fantastic. Cool. So thank you for that episode, Maria. That was great. Good to chat to you. Good, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll see you all next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. If you like the Overnight Success Podcast, please make sure you tell a friend, subscribe on Apple Podcast, and don't forget to leave us a rating or comment. You can find me at Mrs. Rodia on Twitter and Instagram. This is the Overnight Success Podcast. I am Maria Hatzi Stefanis. See you next week.